Joe's Late Night Council. This is bigger. This is very big. There's definitely something here. Apparently, it's a big deal. It's all over the news. It's a real thing. A radio signal from another world. Oh, I'm liking that opening. I'm liking that. Oh, yeah, I may need a little bit of work, like, you know, you said on the poll that we did last week on Twitter, but I am liking that opening. I am really liking it. It's growing on me, and that's what you need for a good opening, because you hear it night after night after night after night after night after night. If you're still liking it after three or four years, boy, you're doing well. Welcome to Late Night Council. It's open line, open topic. 343-700-4390 is the capital region number, 343-700-4390, the end of bland corporate talk radio, folks. And oh, I got more to say about that in just a few moments. 343-700-4390. Anything you want to talk about, we're going to have all the problems of the world solved by 11 o'clock or triple your money back. I stand by that guarantee. one 562 4766 is the long distance line. That's one 562 4766 So you're calling from far away exotic places, you know, even if you're on vacation. And, and, you know, I get calls, and, and you've heard them. You've heard them call in. You know, people on vacation, they can't do without the show. Or, you know, they've uh, uh, moved and there's nothing in their community like late night council, so they stay connected uh, via the wondrous invention of the Internet. Like, so if you're calling from uh, South Porcupine, Ontario, if you're calling from non-such uh, Manitoba, if you're calling from Crooks, South Dakota, or Stoner, British Columbia, of course a place named Stoner. It would only be in B.C., out on the left coast. one 844 is the long-distance number. That's one 844 You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. It's got to be under six lines. That's been the rules, you know, since, uh, oh, long time ago. JC at late night council.com. Spell night properly. And council is C O U N S E L L. Okay? It's not C I L, it's S E L L. Last four letters there. And uh, you can tweet at us at JW Council on the Twitter exchange. Okay? Now, because uh, nobody's called in and nobody wants to know what they want to talk about, I, I'm allowed to hijack the show and, and manipulate and uh, use it for my own uh, selfish purposes, which I'm going to do right now. Okay? Just briefly. I'm going for my final full motorcycle license tomorrow, okay? Got to do the test tomorrow. Now, the way they do it in Ontario is uh, they put a hearing piece in your helmet, and, and a guy follows you and tells you what to do while you're driving around, and hopefully the earpiece, you know, is working properly. And if you do everything properly, you get your license. If you don't, well, you flunk, and you got to pay another 75 80 bucks, whatever, to do it again, Okay. Now, um, I have been, uh, you know, I've, I've fulfilled the qualifications of, you know, the time spent with, the, you know, the, the, the second-class license. In fact, I went to California twice on that second-class license. I've never met anybody, and I've met a lot of people that ride motorcycles. I've never met anybody that's gone to California twice on a second-class license. In fact, most people on a full license have never done that solo, Okay. Am I bragging? Yeah, forgive me. I know I probably shouldn't be this cocky. But anyway, I don't mean to be cocky now because I am soliciting anybody that's, you know, an experienced rider or you've done that full license 
test. If you want to call in and give me some tips tonight, I would not mind that. Okay? Feel free. Now, add to that, my test is supposed to be like at 2 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, there is a weather advisory. It's supposed to be raining cats and dogs by then. And I'm told that they do these tests rain or shine. Okay? So I could be trying to get my license, uh, you know, uh, whipping down the 417, making lane changes and trying to do it properly while there is, you know, uh, uh, buckets of uh, cats and dogs and other environments mixed in with the rain uh, coming down all over the, you know, the, the geography here. So if you've got some advice, I'm all ears tonight, as I usually am. It's open line, open topic. But, you know, if you want to go down that road and help out the host and save him some embarrassment and uh, so I don't have to spend another 75 bucks to get my license, that would be delightful. 343-700-4390 is the capital region number. 343-700-4390. 1-844-LNC is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. Something else happened over the weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. I, oh, a fantastic weekend. And if you want to talk about it, you want to call in, I mean, if you think it's going to be interesting, you know, to the thousands of people that are tuning in right now, um, that is fine. I did a wedding. That's what pastors do, okay? I did a wedding. And something happened at that wedding that has never happened before, okay? I married Paul and Brittany, delightful couple, delightful wedding. It rained, so she was kind of like down about that. Couldn't have a sunshine wedding out in Strathmere. Beautiful place to have weddings down in Manatic area, okay, south of Manatic. And, uh, but we did it inside. It was wonderful. Now, this is what happened that has never happened before. I've been doing weddings now for, let me see, I got ordained in 87, and I've been pastoring since 82. So I started doing weddings in 87. So that's 29 years, okay? And uh, for the first time ever, ever, I had to pay the postage to send the, the marriage license in. In the, in the province of Ontario, the envelope that you send the marriage license in to make it legal, once everything's signed, the witnesses, and they've paid their fees, and, you know, and the guy who's solidifying the marriage, that would be me, and I put my license number down. Ever since I've, I, I started yeah, doing weddings, it's always been a postage-paid envelope, okay? But, and I think, I think there's a connection here. If you don't think so, call in and let me know. But, you know, with the present regime that's in power in Queen's Park, it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing everything they can to discourage people from getting, you know, legally married in the traditional way, okay? Because they used to be supportive of marriage by paying for the postage. This is the first time I've ever had to pay for postage. First time ever. I think that is a significant policy shift. I mean, they, they, oh, they would never dream in cutting back on their ridiculous, you know, energy uh, costs. We have the cheapest, we have the cheapest electricity in the world in, in Ontario, but we have the highest rates. Because we have, by far and away, the worst managed uh, sub-sovereign territory in the free world that I know of. If you can show me a, be- a, a more uh, a, 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 a sub-sovereign territory that's worst managed than this, please call in and tell me about it. Why is this, John? Because we have the dumbest voters in the world, that's why, okay? They don't care. Apathetic, only care about themselves. We got businesses that are relocating and they're not starting up in, 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 uh, uh, in Ontario. We got hydro rates that are bankrupting people, especially seniors on fixed incomes. And what do we do? What do we do? We keep voting in the beggars, okay? How do we reward them from, from, uh, for wasting billions of dollars? Keep voting them in, keep voting them in, keep voting them in. 
And they're worse now than they've ever been. But you've heard me say that so many times. I'm sure some of you are thinking, I got council renting on the same thing he always does every night. Because, you know, it still hasn't gone away. And still, you know, we get some credible leadership in this province. I'm going to keep screaming and yelling about it. Okay? 343-700-4390. Hey, if you want to give me the other side, please, you know. That's what talk radio is for. 343-700-4390 in the capital uh, region. Now, as I said, uh, this is the end of corporate bland, boring radio. Okay. Now, uh, you never knew it, but when I was all those years over at CFRA, okay, owned by Bell Media, you could, we could never talk about ratings on the air, ever, ever. I know people that used to be in radio that did it and got fired. Cause, and, and, you know, it's not a bad rule because these, these radio stations spend, oh, a good, like, uh, 25, 50 grand a year to know how well they're doing. And they get, their, they get their ratings, and then they're able to go to clients. That's how they make their money. They're able to tell their clients, look, at, you know, we got an 8% market share. we got a 7% market share. And there's only thousands of people you're going to be, you know, uh, 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 are going to find out about your product. Okay? So it's serious, serious stuff. All their ad revenue is based on ratings. Okay, so I was never allowed to talk about ratings when I was on CFRA or any other radio stations I've ever been on. I'm not on a corporate radio station right now. So I can talk about, we can, you know what? We can have the whole show talking about ratings and the increases of ad revenue and, you know, what it means and how it affects programming. Okay, we can talk about that all night if you wanted to. Now I got other stuff, more important stuff that I want to talk about. But I do want to mention, because you will not hear this on any, on any uh, 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 standard corporately owned radio talk show, okay? The ratings for the spring just came out, okay? The ratings for the spring came out. And, you know, stations love to put their spin on it. And uh, I don't know, am I gloating? If I'm gloating and you don't think I should be, you know, call in and, and, and you know, and let me have it, you know, and really yell at me, okay? Um. CFRA, my old radio station, had a 9.2% share in the fall while I was still on the air there, and Nick Vandergrack and Ron Corbett and Mark Sutcliffe, and they have dropped in their ratings by at least 23%. They're down to a 7% market share. I was at that radio station for 17 and a half years. I don't ever remember the market share being that low, ever, ever. And if somebody does remember and you want to correct me and you're part of the business, please call in, okay? And the survey is for adults 12 and up. And every time I, I, I uh, you know, did the ratings on my own show and wanted to know how well I was doing, the only, the only measuring stick I ever looked at was adults 12 and up. Now, the ones they looked at was adults 25 to 54 because they figured they've got all the bucks and that's where they're trying to make the money. Well, I was never on talk radio just to make money, okay? And not, not even to make money at all. I have much, much higher purposes for being on talk radio. So every adult that's tuning in is as valuable to me as anybody. I don't see people as just, you know, marks to make a buck. That's the biggest difference between the show you're hearing right now and corporate bland talk radio, okay? And in adults 12 and up, they went from a 9.2 to a 7.0 market. I've never seen a bigger drop since I've been in Ottawa there. So they came down 23% in the, in the biggest you know, uh, survey uh, group uh, 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 of all of them. Meanwhile, Rogers 1310, who were wise enough to scoop up Mark Sutcliffe, and I've heard Shelley McLean filling in for uh, Carolyn Meehan over there, 
And I'm not a fan of Rogers 1310, okay? I'm just reporting now, okay? Melanie Adams is over there. I worked with Melanie Adams when she was in the uh, Bell Media building. I mean, a lot of good people. Mike Murphy, who was the producer for Lowell Green for years. I love Mike. Mike is a good friend, okay? So I'm happy to see a lot of my uh, friends from the old radio station that, you know, 1310 has been smart enough to scoop them up. Well, 1310's ratings went up 10%. No surprise to me. No surprise at all. Got a comment about that? Just think, okay, if you want to call in and talk about that, this is the only radio show you'd ever be able to call in and talk about it. You wouldn't even get on the air. You wouldn't even get past the call screener if you called any other radio station and you wanted to talk about, you know, how dismal another radio station's ratings are or how, or how good another radio station's ratings are. And I haven't made any editorial comments. I'm just reporting. Doesn't surprise me at all. Just my opinion. I reserve the right to be wrong. If anybody wants to argue, feel free to call in. Because this is, this is really open line talk. This is really free and clear. You know? I don't have to worry about somebody coming in the middle of the show or, you know, my cell phone ringing. Shut up! Shut up! And that actually happened once. I remember doing a show about 10 years ago, okay? And I don't want to be sued even though I'm doing online radio. And I had a guest on, Okay? And uh, I didn't know this guest, but he was highly recommended to come on the show. He had been a big celebrity, you know, in Ottawa Talk Radio years ago. And he had moved on, and he was in town. And the people that produced him, you know, years ago said, John, get this guy in the show. Late night, you'll be fine. You know, great. Okay, he gets on. And this guy knew we were in a ratings period. And he knew the rules. Veteran of radio. And he must have been, I don't know, he must have been inebriated or something. He must have had some type of an agenda. Because while he's talking, all he could talk about were how great his ratings were. Back in the day. And you can't even say that word, okay? The guy that was producing my show that night got fired. And the reason he got fired, because he didn't blank out with a seven-second delay the word ratings quick enough. And he was as frustrated as anything. And he was almost white-faced. You know, you could tell he was, gonna, he was, he was really, really nervous. Guy didn't care. Never had him on my show again. Never will have him on my show again. And, if, and as his name has come up in conversations and people have asked me, you know, should we uh, get this guy in on this project? You know, is this guy any good? No, 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 absolutely not. No, stay a million miles away. Okay. Because, I mean, in broadcasting, like any other business, you have, you know, arrogant snots that don't care about anybody else but themselves. And then you have other people that you really, really like working with, you know. They make your job easier, you know. It's almost like they exist to, to, to make you look good. And, and, and it's very humbling to work with wonderful people like that. I hope you work with people like that. It's open line. It's open topic. It's late night council. We're going to have all the problems of the world solved by 11 o'clock. So you stay with us. I don't know what your plans were for, were for the rest of the evening, but I, I trust that uh, you know, they now include you know, listening to the show for the rest of the night. 343 uh, uh, in, uh, in uh, the Capital Region. 343 all across the nation, all across the nation that's you know, to the south of us. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. JC at Late Night Council. Late Night Council dot com is the email address. JC at Late Night Council dot com, and you can tweet us at JW Council. And now we're going to pay the bills and tell you about our wonderful partners that keep this show on the air. Stay with us.
Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byward Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra. Eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches. But fix it right the first time. Irwin's Out of Motion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. for a long time. Wow. You know this tune. It hasn't hit the familiar riff yet, but you'll know it and you'll be glad I played the rest of it. Here it comes now. The best version of Jungle Boogie that was ever recorded right there. Now, some of you were old enough to remember the original Cool in the Gang uh, uh, version because they wrote it and everything. Uh, that was done by, uh, the drummer's name is Bobby Rock. The lead guitarist is Neil Zaza, Z-A-Z-A. And you, I, I don't know if you can find it anywhere on YouTube or whatever, but oh my goodness, you should hear the rest of it. It's all instrumental too. Fantastic. And I know what you're thinking, Council, we don't listen to your... Show for the tunes, although we do like them. They're irresistible. We listen for the talk. I'm sorry. 343-700-4390. Hey, look at it. If you're calling in and talking, that means I'm not going to be playing music when you're talking. But if you're not calling in, hey, I've got control. I can do whatever I want here. If I want to do the entire show with just no tunes, I just may go down that road. So if you want to get the info, if you want to get set the record straight, if you want to make sure there's no you know nonsense going on, 
Well, you can call in 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390 in uh, the beautiful capital region, at least most of the time. And uh, if you're calling from a, a faraway exotic place like, I don't know, Viking, Alberta, uh, uh, Yellowknife, Northwest Territories, uh, Resolute, Nunavut, okay, 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. Got an email here because we got talking about, you know, ratings. Oh, can't talk about ratings if you're on corporate bland talk radio. No, 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 no. But, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're on independent Online radio, and if you're, you know, calling the shots, and uh, if there's nobody, you know, breathing down your neck, well, then it's a, it's a totally different uh, animal, isn't it? So I got a uh, uh, an email from Dave here. Hi, John. I know you keep an eye on the media. Bell Media shut down CKSL AM in London, Ontario last night at midnight. Ooh, sorry to hear that. It was on the air. Does this sound familiar, folks? It was on the air for 60 years. Bell did not want to spend the money to upgrade it. They switched to form, the format to all comedy a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, and London's really laughing over that, aren't they? The format never got the audience to support it. Always sad to see an AM station bite the dust. Hmm, London, Ontario. Metro London's like, go oh, if you include Woodstock. My son lives in Woodstock, St. Thomas, down that area down there. I think it's close enough to Tilsonburg as well to be included in the in the uh, um, um, uh, metro area. Probably about a half million people. Hmm, that's sad, David. I mean, I'm glad you emailed me, but that's uh, that's really sad. And uh, you know, but not not every. Uh, I mean, radio in 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 uh, in uh, Canada is and it's the it's the CRTC more than anybody to blame, and CRTC is just a puppet of the CBC. Okay. They have made it so difficult for independent radio stations. They have made it so difficult and put so many restrictions and made it so difficult to broadcast. I mean, it's, very, it's almost like a communist state here, like North Korea, where you can't have any public say, at least not on the AM, FM frequencies. And they make it so difficult with licensing and everything, and it's just a, it's just a blatant tax grab, you know, the licensings they have for uh, broadcasters. And they've made it so difficult for independent radio stations that the only way, the only people that can afford to do radio and media in Canada are people with real, real deep pockets, huge corporations. And they don't know nothing about the creativity of what makes talk radio or any type of radio or, or media work, okay? Just because a company has got billions of dollars in assets doesn't mean that they've got, you know, the equivalent of billions of dollars in smarts. And it seems as though these big corporations, they have the reverse Midas touch. Everything they touch turns to mud. Because they think because they've got money and power, well, you can't tell us what to do because we're in charge. Even though they've got all sorts of creative people that they're connected to that could advise them, that could tell them, you know, no, if you do this, you're going to lose money, you're going to lose listeners, and people are not going to like you. Well, yeah, but we see, we've got money, we've got power, we know, you know, we didn't get this money and power just right. You know, you got the money and power because, like, a lot of them are old media companies, you know that had the money and the bucks and the properties long before, you know, this uh, 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 media revolution of uh, online, uh, the online world came into being. And they're all getting smoked by it because, you know, they refuse to change, you know. But that's not our problem. Here we are. We've adapted. Coming at you with a better product than ever, I think. I could be wrong. If you think I'm wrong, call in let me know. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 
1-844-562-4766. I do want to talk about I do want to talk about the Green Party tonight. Uh, taking a step in uh, in in a bigoted anti-Semitic dr- uh, direction. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I want to elaborate a little bit on that. I want to talk about the shootings in the Byward Market yesterday. Now, uh, my brother and his uh, his uh, lovely wife Janet they were uh, they were visiting with us over the weekend, so we decided let's go to the Byward Market. Maybe we can get there in time to see the yellow tape. But we got there after it was gone, and I do have some comments on that. And I want to get to. Uh, I want to get to, you know, the discussion about uh, our police force here in Ottawa, which is really, uh, you know, there's been a lot of emotional, very heated uh, debate. Actually, not as heated as it should be, you know, because it seems as though the whole issue is being glossed over by a lot of politically correct gibble fab, you know, and gobbledygook. And media, as usual, okay, they're afraid to ask probing questions because then they're going to be marked and they're going to be labeled as a trouble causer, you know? And I, and I, you know, I feel for investigative reporters. I feel for, you know, investigative people in media because they've got to walk that line. Eh? I mean, they've got to walk the line between being gracious and acceptable and getting access because they're gracious and, and you know, like uh, wise with their words. And the other side is, well, you can't be too powder puff because then, you, you know, you're not doing anybody a service. And it's a pretty tough job, and, and, and I know what's involved, and, and, uh, and I want to get to those stories, but, uh, uh, and we will if you want to, but uh, I, I want to get to something that I like, I like having fun a little bit at the beginning. You know, it kind of sets the tone here, and we're still in the first half hour. I finally got to see Superman versus Batman Dawn of Justice this weekend. And I heard that it wasn't that good. So I, was, I wasn't compelled to, you know, spend the, like 8 10 15 bucks, whatever it is now, insane amount of price to go see a, you know, a movie. And I don't know about you, but Heather, my wife, whenever we go see these big spectacles with all the CGI effects and everything, she always wants to get the glasses and, get the, and do the 3D. And I, I don't want to do 3D. You know, five extra bucks, I don't care. You know, just let me see the movie. I'm not there for the 3D. Oh, no, you got to see it in 3D. Oh, come on. Anyway. And so I knew, you know, if we didn't go see it at the theater, if we waited until it came on cable, where, you know, we can have eight people in the room and rent it for six bucks, that's a lot better than even, you know, going out with my wife, and, and once you finish the popcorn and everything, you're paid 40, 50 bucks for a movie. Like, that's crazy. I know, I know, I know. A lot of you are thinking, Council, you're nuts to spend that much money. I agree with you, okay? I agree with you, okay? So that was one flick. I had heard it wasn't that good, so I ah, we'll wait till that, you know, comes available on cable. So last night, uh, we watched it. And uh, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know I'm a big superhero guy. Oh, I love superheroes. I was one of those comic book nerds when I was a kid. You know, I had a stack of comic books six feet tall. And uh, twice on uh, Late Night Council, I've had my, my personal friend, good friend of mine, Cal Slobodian, who uh, Cal Slobodian arguably has the largest private comic collection in the world. He was a member of my church in Brandon, Manitoba. Uh, and uh, uh, he was going to get insurance when he moved all his comics from Rivers, Manitoba to Brandon, Manitoba, and uh, he lives in Calgary now, and uh, um, um, he was going to get insurance uh, you know, to cover uh, the loss, and Lloyd's of London was ready to insure his comic book collection, but the premiums were going to cost him $120,000 a year. The premiums, okay? So he had a lot of security measures and th- certain things installed that, you know, he, he uh, uh, went the scary route and uh, didn't have the collection or his home insured the whole time he had them in his home. He lives in Calgary now. And I once asked him, and this was 20 years ago, I said, so how much do you think the book value, just the book value is on your collection? He says, oh, John, I have no idea. You know, uh, you know if you go by book, at least $20 million. And he has since then, he's got one third of his collection with him in Calgary. He's got another, the other two thirds are with the biggest comic seller in the world in Dallas, Texas, in a warehouse. And he's, you know, he's in his 70s now. So all that to say this, I'm a big, I'm a big comics guy, okay? 
And uh, although I don't like what's happened to them because they've gotten all occultic and weird and ultra-violent, and, and it seems as though that the only way you can sell comics now is to, is to get more outrageous and more ridiculous. And it's getting that way with the, with the, you know, the movies as well, okay? I mean, I, you probably all remember, most of you remember Christopher Reeve when he had the iconic role of Superman, the first Superman and the second one, okay? I mean, the special effects for that time were wonderful, and, and, and you know, it wasn't that dark, now these superhero movies are getting just, it seems like people are getting bored with them. So the only way they can make any money is get, you know, more graphic in the violence, more pornographic in, in the, you know, the, the lewdness and the crassness. Uh, and I use the example of Deadpool. That is one movie I wish I didn't go and see because it was just, I was totally, you know, this is what it's degenerated to. You got to be kidding me. Okay. Anyway, saw Superman versus Batman. Donovan was disappointed, really disappointed. It, you know, it wasn't crass. It wasn't gross. It wasn't like I'm told Suicide Squad is. I'm not going to watch Suicide Squad because it, you know, it looks like oh, let's see who we can offend and you know, and still kind of maintain the genre. You know, still make some money. I was disappointed though. They repeated the whole. Uh, 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 killing off Superman at the end of it. Oh, John, you just ruined the plot. Yeah, I ruined the plot. Don't waste your time. They kill Superman at the end. And uh, Lex Luthor creates Doomsday. Well, I know the backstory on Doomsday, and the one they put in the movie is kind of dumb. John, why are you telling this? Because I've come to the conclusion that Marvel Comics, Marvel does, you know, uh, superhero uh, movies way better than DC does. They really do. You know, and, and I've been a fan of both for, you know, decades. But, boy, Marvel does such a better job on movies than DC does. DC's got a long way to catch up. John, we don't care. We're not comic freaks. Well, fine. Phone in, call in, tell me what you want to talk about. I got the hardcore news stuff. It's coming, okay. Do you really want to hear my opinions, though? I mean, I'm going to give them. You know, but uh, I want to hear yours as well. We have a information interlude we got to go to and i got to catch my breath as you can tell i've been talking pretty fast i want to hear you 343-700-4390 that's 343-700-4390 1-844-562-4766 stay with us This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions, right? But he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot, almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget, you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us.
Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 743390. That's 343 743390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1 562 4766. That's long distance. 1 562 4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. Welcome back. Open line, open topic, all the way to uh, 11 o'clock, 343-743-90. That's 343-743-90. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. Now, here's an email I could never read on uh, Corporate Bland Radio. It's from Eric. Hi, John. I, for one, have stopped listening to CFRA. I've been a loyal listener since the 1960s, and now I listen to 1310. CFRA showed no loyalty to its employees, so why should I show loyalty to them? It was a dirty shame what they did to you and the other good employees. I guess they saved a couple dollars. Not sorry to hear about their ratings drop. Well, I don't know how much money they saved because, you know, I know how much I was making, and I had a good idea how much the rest of the guys were making, and I'll tell you, it was chicken feed. It really was compared to, you know, some of the other things that they spend money on. But then again, I'm just a dumb talk show host, aren't I? What do I know? You know? 343-700-4390. I wonder if that's the last, you know, good Superman movie we're going to see. They killed him off. They did. They killed him off. And even the way they brought about Doomsday was just so dumb compared to the way they did it. And I thought it was stupid. I thought it was a gimmick in 1993. Remember, you know, those of you, I mean, even if you don't aren't a comic fan, that made the media all around the world. Like DC's killed off Superman. You can tell a media company is desperate when they, you know, they do things like that. Just dumb. Marvel does such a good much better job of developing characters and you know creating believable stories although their x-men series with the, the, the apocalypse didn't do too well at the box office and deadpool's marvel too that's you know i think the whole superhero genre is going down the toilet i do i think people are bored of it i think people have actually grown up as well and they want something a little more adult now who cares what people want when it comes to entertainment though right 
when we're paying through the nose for hydro. When we've got, I mean, who needs movies and entertainment when you got when you got a spectacle like the election going on south of the border right now? Now that is reality TV, baby. You never know what's going to happen next. You want intrigue? You want deception? You want lies? You want villains? I'm still looking for some heroes, but boy, I'll tell you that election's got it down there. Really does. Talk show hosts in the states, they haven't, they haven't. They're dancing, they're dancing all the way to the bank, boy, because they're as big as ever now. And talk radio in the States is bigger than ever because they know what they've got down there. They know how to market it, they know how to, they know how to produce it, and they don't have the government putting so many restrictions on that all you get is bland, boring crap that nobody wants to listen to. And we could have the same thing here in Canada, but we've got the CRTC, which is basically, you know, the arm of the CBC that doesn't want... Listen... Our media, our mainstream media in Canada is really, really, really anti-free speech. They really are. And please, you want to call in and disagree with me? If you want to give me the other side, please, I'll take you on. The way they stamped out Sun Media was unconscionable. And they put so many restrictions and so many stupid rules on them that are nothing more than, you know, like uh, dollar grabs. They make it impossible for anybody with an independent thought, you know, to go against the grain and to do something fresh. And CBC pompously struts around as if it's, you know, nonpartisan. It is the most left-wing partisan organization I think I know of in North America, even out, not just restricted to media. And they're blind to their own faults. They think they're nonpartisan because they let Rex Murphy on spout, you know, like I think 10 minutes a week. What a joke. It's a bad joke, and you're paying for it. And you're going to pay for it way more now than you were under Harper. At least he had the sense to realize, you know, we live in a, in a, a 500, no, a 10,000 channel universe. People can get information and access whatever they want and wherever they want and from wherever they want. Why in the world are we putting a billion dollars a year into a state-run Pravda, which is what CBC is? And he was so, slowly scaling it back, and he had public approval for that, too. Trudeau gets in, restores everything that, you know, taxpayers, you know, got restores everything that uh, the, the, the CBC lost and more, putting more money into it now than ever. And Trudeau has the highest approval ratings of any prime minister in my lifetime right now. Now, you could surmise as to why. Gee, counsel, I guess you're wrong. Okay, phone in and let me know. I think it's because we got the dumbest, dumbest voters in the free world. Okay? I think they're the easiest to fool voters in the free world. And if you want to call in and defend them in some way, feel free. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is long distance. The Green Party. <laughs> Let me give you today's editorial in the Ottawa Sun. I'll just give you the first, first couple lines here. It's unfortunate. That's how they started off. Okay, it's unfortunate. Now, the headline reads, Greens self-destruct with Israel bashing. If you don't know what's going on here, the Green Party had a, had a, a, a policy a, a conference where they decide what they were going to support, what they weren't going to support, and they bought into this whole boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. Because they're part of this left-wing, bigoted you know, conspiracy that thinks Israel is more repressive than, for instance, Saudi Arabia... 
Syria, Iran, which the left-wing wackos have never sanctioned, ever, even though they kill homosexuals there, even though women are not allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. Oh, no, 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 we got to go after Israel. Because they're left-wing wackos, okay? So the Green Party, which is supposed to be an environmental party, which is not supposed to, you know, they're not, I mean, maybe they can take a stand on this, but that's certainly not the dominating, you know, policy of the party. They've come out and they've said, you know, well, yeah, we're going to support this. Let's bash Israel every opportunity we've got, you know? So that's the context. Here's a bit of the editorial. The Sun, okay, says, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate the Green Party of Canada has chosen to hurl itself. I read that word hurl, and, I, you know, I think about, you know, Wayne and Garth in, in Wayne's world. You know what they use the word hurl for, okay? They have chosen to hurl itself into irrelevancy by taking up the cause of Israel bashing. Leader Elizabeth May understands how much political damage the Greens have done to themselves in a very short period of time. It's because of this she's now suggesting she may resign over the issue. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, it's unfortunate? Are you kidding me? No way! I think it's great! I think it's wonderful! Because it exposes the party for the unbalanced, hateful bigots that they are. This is a wonderfully positive development. It's a great opportunity for the Greens to say, hey, look at how stupid we are. You thought we were an environmental party, right? Right? Nah, we're just a bunch of left-wing bigots. Way to go, Green Party. There's applause for you. Maybe I'll even give you maybe I'll even give you a hallelujah chorus for what you did. You know? You done good. You know, quit the pretending. Got this environmental nonsense. You guys know nothing about the environment anyway. You're a bunch of left-wing bigots. And I'm glad that's out there. Very, very positive development. Now, the person that's happiest about this, oh, but you conservatives are just, you know, thinking, you know, sitting back and saying, oh, oh, oh look at them, look at how big of that. No, 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 no. Uh, in fact, if, 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 you're, if you're a conservative, you shouldn't be rejoicing about this at all because you know who's the happiest about this whole development in the last week? Justin Trudeau, SpongeBob. Because anybody who is intelligent, okay, that voted green, and there are some intelligent people that are concerned about the environment. R- ridiculously misguided and, and, you know, deceived with all the garbage that they fed people, okay? And that everybody's bought in and nobody's questioned, okay? But there's some people with some semblance of intelligence there that might have some good motives. Anybody in that category you know, that voted Green, they're now going to go over to the Liberal Party now. They are going to be coming over to the Liberal Party in droves as if the Liberal Party in Canada needs more support, eh? NDP, nah, they're not touching them. NDP is so in disarray now, uh, they're lost, okay? They don't even have policy anymore because Justin Trudeau came in and, and uh, outflanked them on the left. He stole all their left-wing policies. You know, anything, anything that they were doing on the left, they're not even doing anymore. Justin's even further to the left than the NDP ever was. So they don't even know what they stand for anymore. They're, just, they're looking for an excuse. Okay, what do we support? What are we against, you know? And Trudeau's outlefted them. So they're lost. So where are all those voters going? Well, they're going to the Liberal Party. And, of course, the Conservatives, forget it. I mean, anybody in the Green, anybody that voted Green, they hate anything that's even remotely conservative. Okay? And that's not a bad description for the Federal Conservative Party now. Remotely conservative. Yeah, that, you know, maybe they ought to change their name. I mean, there used to be the Reform, there used to be the Canadian Alliance, then they were the, the Conservative Alliance, now they're the Conservative. I would say the most appropriate name for the Conservative Party, at least federally, would be Remotely Conservative. Right there, the Remotely Conservative Party. 
Man, I should trademark that. Make a little money on that. Get some royalties. Wouldn't you agree? The remotely conservative part. I mean, they were that underway under Harper. I mean, Harper came into power coming out of reform roots, and boy, we're going to change things. We're going to have open transparency, and everything's going to be different. And oh, he was really riding the social bandwagon too when he was in opposition. I remember John Baird when he was the environmentalist critic. He would get up and he would say how much of a hoax and how ridiculous man made climate change was and why we wasted this kind of money. You know, they were firebrands, man. They were going to change things. He was going to he was going to emphasize the family, you know? And oh, same-sex marriage? Oh, forget that, man. That wasn't going to happen under his watch when he was in opposition. When they got into power, they lurched to the left like as they didn't do anything as far as social conservatives is concerned. Did a good job in the economy. I'll give them that, okay? Not bad. But I would suggest that the new name the, the, the newly named federal conservatives, you know, calling them the remotely conservative party, I think that's way more appropriate than what they are now. So all that to say that the Green Party, which is in total free fall right now, and I said last week, if Elizabeth May has any morality or integrity whatsoever, she will resign as leadership of that party right now. But if she's same old, same old, and like every other politician that we see in North America, like 98% of them, she will hold on and she'll use the excuse, well, I've just one vote, you know, I know I'm the leader, but I'm going to try and, you know, affect change from within. Bull. If she had any principle, she'd say, you people are nuts. You're left-wing bigots. Okay, and I don't want to be connected with a bunch of losers. In fact, in fact, here's a prediction. Trudeau courts her and woos her into the Liberal Party. Oh, I could see that happening. I mean, I don't I can't see anybody in the NDP smart enough to go after her because, I mean, she could lead the party. She's got enough charisma and she's, you know, she's pretty quick on her feet. She'd be a, you know, that would she'd be a pretty good leader, the NDP party. But I don't think they're smart enough to see that. I think I think she's going. I think Trudeau's going to go after her. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. What do you think, folks? Enough of my opinions. Well, yeah, maybe you haven't got enough of my opinions. I'm going to keep giving them all the way to eleven. But you know, I don't like doing it. Just you know, running roughshod over you know anybody that might have an opinion. That's why you're invited to call in. I want to hear from you. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One. 844, it's a 1-800 number, folks, but there are no 800 numbers left. So now it's a 1-844. 1-844-562-4766 is the long distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. We've had a couple good emails already tonight. Are there any more out there? JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can tweet at us at JWCouncil, although my Twitter's not working right now. We're going to try and get it up and go and see what's wrong with it during the break here. Got those important messages we got to get to, and you stay right where you are. Stay with us.
Chemo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. Who's that man makes shawarma taste like no one can? The garlic king. And he can do anything. Wears a crown, golden shoes, and a royal gown. The garlic king. So tasty. Man, this food is so good. Don't talk with your mouth full. I'm just talking about the king. And I can dig it. Discover why Really Lebanese is Ottawa's best shawarma. Really Lebanese, home of the garlic king. St. Joseph Boulevard beside Pizza Hut in Orleans. Garlic, I love it. Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. Panther on Twitter. If you want to Paul follow Panther? It's Panther AR fifteen. That's his Twitter handle. Panther AR fifteen. I told you it was open line, open topic, and I haven't got any stuff on this tonight. But he wanted to bring it up, and I don't mind bringing it up. A black criminal pointed a stolen gun at a black officer. He's talking about Milwaukee. Okay, what's going on in Milwaukee right now? A black, off, a black criminal pointed a stolen gun at a black officer, got shot by that black officer who was protecting a black neighborhood, and black residents responded by burning down their own neighborhood. And why, you might ask? Because black lives matter. Thank you, Panther. Appreciate that. A little bit of common sense. Oh, Panther's on a roll tonight. You, 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 you check this guy out. Liberals think conservatives are violent because we own guns. When was the last time you saw a group of conservatives block a freeway, turn over cop cars, riot, loot, throw Molotov cocktails, and burn buildings? Not, not a bad line. <laughs> oh my goodness! He's got more of them here. Five people murdered in Milwaukee in 24 hours. No protests, no riots. Cop kills a violent criminal with a stolen gun. The city is on fire. What the hell am I missing here? (laughs) 
Oh, he's really on a roll. I've never. This is the first time I've ever, you know, read four straight tweets in a row on my show. I don't ever remember reading four straight tweets in a row from one guy. This is Panther. Panther AR15. If you want to give him a follow, if you're forty something, enjoy your life now because the generation who will pay for your retirement is running around chasing Pokemons. <laughs> oh dear. I'm, I'm kind of sad that's it. That's all he's got right now. 343-700-4390. That's Panther AR, AR15. If you want to check him out on Twitter. Panther AR15. I don't follow a lot of people, but I follow that guy. Hey, okay, now i got to better qualify that. Sometimes he puts out some stuff that I would not recommend at all. It's pretty crude. It's pretty bad. Okay, But tonight he got four in a row that got all on the air. And Terry Toll, my buddy, who's been, you know, following this show for aeons and emailed me when I was with corporate radio and, and uh, you know, has stuck with the show and tweets every once in a while. He said, Council, remember when you remember when you uh, uh, were throwing out there, you know, like, uh, you know, you wanted to, you were thinking about what you should call, you know, the people that are fans of your show, you know, and uh, he suggested the name Yakbacks. Now, I like that, but, you know, since we've come online here, we're still building up an audience. You'll notice we don't get a lot of calls yet, okay? We're still working on it, laying the groundwork and the foundations for what, you know, we know, and I'm not just hoping anymore. We know this is going to be phenomenal. And the trajectory we're on and the people that are getting interested in coming online as partners and the way our audiences are growing, we're, we're thrilled with the progress. I mean thrilled with it, okay? And if we ever, you know, get back to the place where, we, you know, we've got so many calls that, you know, hardly any of you are getting on anymore because, uh, you know, the lines are so jammed. And, and I'm sure it will go down that road. What do you think? Yakbacks. Time to, time to go to the lines and listen to what the yakbacks are saying. I like it. I do. I really like it. It's got potential. If you want to comment on that or anything, okay. I remember when... Uh, Rush Limbaugh, when they he st- they started calling his callers ditto heads, you know, because everybody that emailed in and everybody that you know called in, they would repeat what other people had said instead of just repeating what everybody said. Well, ditto what he said, ditto what he said. So they, they end up calling ditto heads. We'll see if Yakbacks catches on, Terry. I'm rooting for you. I don't mind that at all. I could live with that. See how it goes. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's 343-700-4390. lnc is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. I, I think it's ridiculously hypocritical, and I think it's out of touch with reality that we even have a Black Lives Matter ch- a chapter in, in Toronto and in Canada. I think it's ridiculous. Canadians and, and anybody that's listening to me from the States, or you were brought up in the States, particularly the southern United States, for Canadians to even think for a second that you can understand the racial tension that goes on between black and white in the States. Most Canadians, most, the whopping majority, they don't have a clue, and I don't care what color you are. You don't have a clue. You don't know what it's like unless you've actually lived in the States or spent a ton of time down there. Most Canadians don't know for a fact because they look at the states and, you know, the states, you know, has been in Vietnam, they've been in Korea, they've been in Afghanistan, they've been in Iraq, they've gone in World War II, they were kind of involved in World War I. And I have to remind them that they lost more lives in their civil war than all of their other wars combined. 
And that was back when the population of the country was like one one quarter maybe, one-fifth what it is now. 670,000 of their best and brightest, their best young men, died in their civil war. And it wasn't just from bombs and nukes, okay? A lot of it was from swords and musket balls, and, you know, it was pretty disgusting. The worst kind of battle conditions you can imagine. And that whole civil war was over the black-white thing. And the scars run deep, boy. They run deep. So any pompous Canadian academic who thinks he's got a handle on the Black Lives Matter thing and think he can, you know, thinks he can, you know, pontificate of what the what they really need down there. I see these activists in Toronto trying to organize, a, you know, a Toronto chapter of Black Lives Matter. I'll get a life. You don't know your, you don't know your butt from your elbow. It is politically correct. It's gone nuts. I can appreciate the tensions of Americans down there. I can appreciate some of the things they're going through. But for Canadians to jump on the bandwagon and think we've got anywhere near. I mean, we got our problems in Canada. They're very real. We talk about them night after night here on the show. But racism, I'm sorry, is not, especially between black and white, that's not one of them. We have problems with racism when it comes to aboriginals in Canada. We have problems with racism when it comes to Arabs, when it comes to Jews. But even those, even those ethnic groups not, can't even come close to how deep the divide is in the states. And, Bar- and this is opinion. I reserve the right to be wrong. You can call it and argue with me. Barack Obama has exacerbated it. He has made it worse. A lot worse. And this guy is... This guy is he, but what do you expect? You know, some of us knew when he was coming through the rise to power, whoa, whoa, we're in trouble here. The highest office this guy has held is a state senator. I mean, he hasn't organized much more than, you know, rummage sales to raise money for charities, and that's about it. But he could talk a talk. He, you know, he was a good orator. And when you can BS in front of a podium, boy, oh, man, that gets you votes. In the culture we've got today with how easy people are to fool and how they don't hold their leaders accountable, man, that goes a million miles. An ounce, an ounce of, uh, of image is worth a pound of performance in politics. And he got in. And he got in a second time because the conservatives in the states, their answer was some slick back, you know, brill cream haired millionaire that, you know, couldn't identify with anybody in the mainstream. And I know what you're thinking. If you're smart, you're thinking this already. Has it gotten any better? No, it's gotten way worse. Exponentially. You got a lady who's made her millions, her hundreds of millions, by ripping people off and using the system to her advantage. And she's got got her voters convinced that she speaks for the working man. And you got a multi-billionaire, a multi-billionaire who's never had to want for anything in his life, has had four bankruptcies. And he's so ticked off and so obnoxious that people like him because he's ticking off all the establishment. But they haven't thought for a second, well, what do you think he's going to do when he gets in power? We don't care. We just want him to get in power and upset the apple cart. Oh, you're going to have an upset apple cart, all right. Oh, boy. Your thoughts, please. 343-700-4390. i got to take a break. I am animated tonight. This thing is happening tonight. I mean, my goodness. I am just, like, going to town. And, you know, and if I'm going to go to town... Why not go to the capital region? I don't have to go to town. I'm already here. And the entire nation tuned in. 
because the center, the center of intelligent commentary for the entire nation is right here in the nation's capital. It's under the radar, though. It's subversive. It's not being controlled by any corporate head that's going to soil it up. 343-700-4390 if you want to get in on it tonight. 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is the long distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. Taking a break. And right back after that. Stay with us. This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions, right? But he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot, almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 700 That's 343 That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details.
Welcome back. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is long distance. That's 1-844-562-4766. If you're calling from Czar, Alberta, or Chase, British Columbia... JC at latenightcouncil.com is the email address. Keep it under six lines. JC at latenightcouncil.com. And you can tweet at me at JW Council. Andy Bannister's been on the show a couple times. I believe he's the Canadian director for uh, Rafi Zacharias Ministries Canada, which if you don't know who Rafi Zacharias is, he's a brilliant theologian. And uh, he just tweeted out, the inherent vice, he's quoting Churchill here. This is a Churchill quote. The inherent vice of capitalism is the unequal sharing of blessings. The inherent virtue of socialism is the equal sharing of misery. <laughs> that's a Churchill quote. That's not me. That's Churchill. I think uh, Churchill's pretty reliable. I, th- I think, you know, those of us that are, you know, old enough to remember the shockwaves of his life. And I still remember his funeral. His funeral was in 1965, and I was five years old. And... Um, of course, it was broadcast on the CBC from England, and uh, my grandmother lived with us until we were 14 years old. My, ma- my grandmother was born in Blackpool, England, and so she's very British, very, very British. And, uh, I mean, she believed that, you know, uh, Winston Churchill was the fourth member of the Trinity, basically. You know, he could do no wrong. And uh, uh, that's the environment I was raised in. So I vividly remember his, his funeral, because he was like a, you know, like a, a hero in my family. And... Uh, um, and I've said this before, and I've used the name Abraham Lincoln, but we may as well use Winston Churchill's name. I don't think Winston Churchill could get elected prime minister, MP. I don't think he could elect, could get elected a city councilor anywhere in North America today. Because I think the culture has degraded and has gotten so superficial and is so unaware of the difference between right and wrong and good leaders and bad leaders and moral integrity, I think they are so void of any insight, I don't think Winston Churchill could get voted in as a city councilor in any city in North America. That's how bereft our culture has become of of the difference between right or wrong. And what a good leader is compared to a bad leader. And probably the greatest evidence of that right now is the election in the States right now. And, and, also... The fact that, you know, we have been held hostage and victims of the worst leadership that this province in Ontario has ever seen in the history of the nation. In the history of the nation. With a provincial debt that's higher than any other sub-sovereign territory in the world, California has, has three times the population that we have, and we have a higher debt than they do. And how do we reward, how do we, how do we fix the situation? We keep voting in the people that keep getting us further and further and further into debt. Infrastructure crumbling. Health care and education degrading. And they put all their money into harebrained, crazy, eco-fascist schemes that, you know, are, are bleeding us dry. We have the cheapest electricity in the world available to us. And yet we've got the highest hydro rates of any sub-sovereign territory in the world now, too. And your neighbors keep voting for Yasser Nakfi. They keep voting for Bob Shirelli, John Fraser, Madeline Mayer. And until that changes, it's only going to get worse, kids.
I know. I can hear you thinking already. Yo, look what, the, what we got on the other side. Patrick Brown. Yeah, there's lightning in a bottle. Boy, speaking Winston Churchill, yeah, I think of Patrick Brown right away. Tim Hudak, part two. Maybe that's what you call Patrick Brown. I'm sorry. You know, I got to be convinced. I've got a reason to be cynical. I got a reason to kind of roll my eyes and say, prove it to me, baby. You're going to do this and you're going to do that. He's already capitulated on all sorts of socially conservative issues. That used to be the bedrock of, you know, what conservative thought was until the, there's, there's nobody really thinking conservatively anymore. And I'm not saying conservatives the be-all, end-all. I'd settle for some moral integrity and some, you know, people that are not wasting our money on, on insane schemes. And I want to hear your thoughts. It's open line, open topic, whatever you want to talk about. So I was in the Byward Market yesterday. My brother and sister-in-law were in town, and uh, they wanted to go down there. And I said, oh, yeah, wonderful. Well, you know, they, a couple people murdered there this morning. Maybe we can get down there in time to see the yellow tape. That's not why we were going down the Byward Market. But we did go down there. Yellow tape was all cleaned up by then. And uh, a guy was killed in a club. And, uh, well, here's a little bit of the report from uh, uh, the Ottawa Sun. Police are hunting for an armed and dangerous suspect after a the brazen killing of one of the original members of this city's most notorious street gang. Well, you know, God bless the sun for mentioning that, you know, the guy was part of a gang. I remember two or three years ago, you could have, you know, a murder just about every month and it would be gang related and you would be the authorities, the media and the cops included. They wouldn't even admit that we had a gang problem in this in this city. So good on the sun for at least admitting, you know, the, the obvious here. Mustafa Ahmed, 28, is wanted for second-degree murder, and his picture's up all over websites, news websites all over the city. Mustafa Ahmed, 28, is wanted for second-degree murder in the killing of Omar Rashid Gator. The 30-year-old victim was shot multiple times, wow, inside a Byword Market nightclub in the early hours of Sunday morning. I'm not giving the whole article, just the pertinent thoughts for, you know, the purpose of our discussion here. It was the only deadly incident, listen to this, it was the only deadly incident in a spate of shootings around the city on Sunday. A spate of shootings, i never heard that before, spate. You know, murder of crows, a flock of seagulls, a, you know, a bevy of bats, I think it is. A spate of shootings. You ever heard that word before? Spate? Anyway, an original member, this um, Omar Rashid Guider, an original member of the South End Ledbury Banff Crips, Rashid Gator, was well known to the police. That's the victim. Okay? Do you think that, I don't know, do you think that, you get the feeling that the media and the cops still, though, might be playing down the fact that we have a serious gang problem in this in this city. I mean, what's wrong with it? What would be wrong with the police chief or you know Eli Alshantiri, who's who's the uh, guy who's the chairman of the police board, saying, you know, we got a serious gang problem in this city? Would that be an admission of of defeat, or would that be you know a good transparent thing that would be winning over public support? Do you think that if the authorities said we got a serious gang problem here and we need all of us to pull together here, 
Because I don't hear any tough talk directed towards gangs, okay? In fact, all I hear, what I interpret coming from the Ottawa Police Force and from the city council here is they're wimping out. You know, it's nice to have outreach programs and it's nice to be building relationships in the, in the, in the uh, neighborhoods. But I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that live in those high-crime neighborhoods. That's where I work. That's where my church is, okay? And, yeah, they appreciate the outreach programs. That's not a bad thing. But what they're really waiting for is for the cops to put the fear of God in these gangs. And the courts aren't helping either. We just got word today today in the media, if you've been following it, they're seriously thinking of emptying all of the jails of criminals awaiting trial because the legal system is so backlogged that they can't, they can't get criminals to trial and give them a fair trial according to the you know our constitution. So instead so their solution is just let them all free. Cuz building more prisons and putting more money into the legal system so it functions properly, that's not a sexy political thing. You know voters voters you know they just oh no, we don't like that. We want somebody with nice hair and teeth. He doesn't have to do anything. All he has to do is smile and take selfies with us, and we're just going to love him to pieces. Meanwhile, we got serious, we got serious court issues in Canada dealing with criminals. Now, the truth is crime is down. It is, okay? But that doesn't change the fact, that doesn't change the fact that we've got this politically correct way of helping, of, of handling things that I don't think is, I don't think it's going to be long. In fact, in fact, uh, McLean's Magazine, I guess it depends on, on uh, you know, which stats you read. McLean's Magazine, the, the cover story this year, this week, is crime is up all across Canada. Violent crime, drug-related crime. And, and I, I think, I, I'm of the opinion, you know, if, they, if, if the cops got a little bit more transparent and said, we have a serious, I, I mean, we had some real, I, I mean, tough cops where criminals are afraid to commit a crime because they know they're going to, you know, they're going to face a really, really tough law enforcement. But then again, the law enforcement, they go out of their minds because, you know, they, 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 they arrest these guys and they put them into the legal system. And the, the, the criminals basically thumb their nose to the cops because they know the whole legal system is tilted towards them and in their favor. And I've said this. I've said this so many times. I'm tired of saying it. Although I have not said this since I've been online, you know, out of corporate radio. You couldn't pay me three times the wage that cops get to do their job. There's no way. Just for the frustration alone and the legal rigmarole and the garbage that they've got to do and the forms that they've got to fill out just to get somebody put in jail nowadays. I mean, our legal system is, 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 is a joke. But I think, I think they'd have more public support if they came out and said, look, we've got a serious uh, 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 gang problem here. Quit being in denial. I mean, trying to figure out how to, how the, you know, the strategy, I'm trying to figure out how the strategy of keeping the public in the dark about how serious the gang issue is, how, that's supposed to be helpful? And I know for years they denied it. And even though, even though, you know, it became so obvious that they couldn't deny it anymore, they grudgingly admitted it. It wasn't like, okay, we got a serious gang problem here. We got to do something about it. Can you help us? No. It's okay. We've got a gang problem, but it's not that bad. Oh, we got it all under control. 
we got these wonderful outreach programs. You know, we've had more shootings and more killings in this city than anybody can remember, okay? And it's going up. They tried to keep it under wraps for years. Well, that really worked, didn't it? And that's another reason. Okay, that's another reason. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk about, you know, the latest in the whole Charles Bordalo thing, the, 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 uh, uh, the police chief of the city here. What I'm talking to you now about the gang issue and the murders and, you know, the, the, the failure to even acknowledge that there's an issue, that's just another reason why, in my opinion, if you, and if you don't think it's right, please call in. I want to hear your side, okay? I think the cops in this city have lost public support dramatically, dramatically. I think their approval ratings are sinking faster than, you know, the last radio station that I just left. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's the capital region. The region I'm talking about here. Where stuff happens here and it affects the whole nation. One eight four four five six two four seven six six if you're calling from someplace in the nation other than here. Or the other nation, the big one, you know, further to the south. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's the email address. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can tweet at us at JW Council. We're right back after this. Stay with us. Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra. Eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches. But fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he could? Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com.
Welcome back. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390-1844-562-4766. Now, you should give, you should give Timo's 2000 Auto Cleaning a call, okay? Come right to your driveway, clean the car up, clean the vehicle up like you've never seen it cleaned up before in your life. You should give it a try. Because if you're, you know, if you're going to Irwin's Automotion, okay, tell them you're there because council sent you. When you have Timos come to your driveway and clean your car, tell them because, you know, I heard your ad on council show. And when you drop it at the Garlic King, when you go see Domenchi's frozen yogurt, okay, tell them you heard it on council show. And maybe, maybe we'll be able to stay on the air. Ah, we're going to stay on the air. I got, oh, at least three more partners coming on. It's just a case of processing them and doing the ads. And and before you know it, it things are developing. It's looking like we're, we're there's a good chance we're going to get on. A, 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 we're going to get picked up by a local radio station here in Ottawa. Hey, crazier things have happened, okay? I mean, the present leadership at CFRA, I don't see them, you know, in power there much longer, but because, you know, you can't, you can't keep getting blood out of a stone, okay? It, 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 there's just nothing left there, okay? I can't see them keeping that thing going forever. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't even rule out, you know, uh, this show being back on there someday. I'm not holding my breath. And it would not be my first choice, believe me. But stranger things have happened, and truth is stranger than fiction. Much, 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 much stranger than fiction. It's open line, open topic. Whatever you want to talk about. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1844 LNC is on. That's 1844-562-4766 is the long distance line. I have a couple nieces that live in Brampton. And one of my nieces has done some TV work. And one of her good friends was a regular on Degrassi High, the TV show. And they were up over at my house for the weekend. Had a lot of fun. A delightful girl. If you got people skills, you know, if you can get along with people, if people like hanging around you, the world is your oyster. I mean, you are, you are going to, there's probably nothing that can stop you. If you got, if you got, you know, the basic skills or the basic, you know, requirements to do whatever your job is, you know, that's, I mean, that gets you in the door. But people skills, my goodness, if you can get along with people, if people want to hang around with you, if people speak well of you. There's nothing holding you back. If you don't, if you can't get along with people, you're toast. You're going nowhere. And I'm just really, really impressed with this young lady. She's 26, you know, and was on Degrassi High not too long ago. And, of course, that was a show that was all about, you know, kids in, in high school. And most of them were, like, in their 20s when they were doing the show. <laughs> oh, dear. Three four three seven hundred four three nine. It's open line, open topic, whatever you want to talk about. Andre Marin, Andre Marin, and he's a new columnist, relatively new columnist that they've got in uh, Ottawa Sun. I'm really enjoying the Ottawa Sun. Now I used to get it every day when I, w- I worked at corporate radio, but uh, uh, the National Post 
you know, the National Post, its main news stories get carried in the Ottawa Citizen now. And uh, I was subscribing. I, I used to have the Citizen and the Post delivered to my home. And I always had the sun available to me, you know, when I went into uh, the radio station. But the Post and the, and the Citizen became so much similar to each other that I just, you know, canceled the Post. And now I get the Citizen. And uh, the Citizen, and again, this is opinion. You know, if you want to uh, argue and tell me I'm full of it and, and give me the other side, feel free. But I find the Citizen to be a little more left-wing. It is, it's a left-wing paper, okay? Not as left-wing as the Toronto Star, um, certainly not as left-wing as the CBC. I think the Toronto Star and the CBC are about equal for their left-wingness. Um, but the Citizen, it's more to the left, National Post used to be a little more to the right, but it's kind of in the center now. But the sun has always been kind of on the on the right, you know, a little more on the right. And uh, so I started getting the sun delivered to my home, and I'm really enjoying it. I really am. And you're gonna, you may think this is weird, but I I know that that some of you are gonna agree with me. You know what I love the most about the sun? Its size. It's a lot easier to bring the Ottawa Sun into the bathroom than it is the Ottawa Citizen. I just love the size. It's easy to read. I love that size. You know, it just, you open it up and, you, and you're not like, uh, you know, uh, uh, pulling a disc, you know, spreading it out on the table there. And, and you try to read the Ottawa Citizen on a, on a kitchen table, man, you, you got no room for the food. Why is it that newspapers, you know, have to be so big? Ottawa Sun's a perfect size. But I digress. What else is new? Story of my life. So anyway, it's actually Andre Marin is is a kind of a new columnist with the Ottawa Sun, and uh, he brought up a very uh, important aspect of uh, the whole Chief Charles Bordalo uh, um, overruling, where you know the decision was made by his recruiter Christina Benson that uh, this guy that was uh, uh, applying to be a, a a cop wasn't qualified, number of traffic violations. And uh, she just felt that this guy was unfit to be a cop. And Bortle overruled her. And she was so incensed by the chief's lame reasoning for overruling her decision that this guy's not fit. And remember, she's been doing this for five years. This wasn't just a, this wasn't a, like a college intern. You know, here, yeah, we want you to do some preliminary screening here. You know, you'll get used to the job. No, it's a five-year veteran of the force. So she knew what she was doing. Trying to be true to, you know, proper qualifications. She probably, we have every reason to believe that she fails very, very strongly about having properly qualified people. She probably has a better understanding of the necessity of having qualified people for the purpose of having public support than even the chief does. But that's my opinion, and, you know, you can agree or disagree. And for somebody who's got the job security on the police force, that's not a bad paying gig, you know. I mean, that's not just a job. That's, that's a career. Five years in, and she's so incensed with the chief that she says, that's it, I'm quitting. And uh, Moran, and, and, and I agree with him, he said it's brought to the surface widespread discontent in the police force with Charles Bortolo. And his lack of effective leadership is what the knock is on him. Again, opinion. He's no Vern White. Man, I miss Vern White. And the media and City Hall are all trying to put a, you know, a happy face and trying to contain this. And, oh, they are in damage control like you wouldn't believe. 
And if discontent, if discontent with Charles Bartolo is as bad as what a lot of people seem to be saying, then this is not going to go away. This is going to keep resurfacing. And this, this is not good for the city of Ottawa. Not good at all. And I want to share some of the comments Andre Moran made because I think they're a lot more insightful than, you know, I could ever be on this. But I don't, certainly don't mind talking about it. And you're going to get opinion. You're right. I'm going to take a side on this. And it would not be fair for me to share my opinions if I didn't throw it wide open for you to give me. If there's another side, feel free. I want to hear that other side. Because I'm, what I'm hearing from that other side is only, is only on mainstream media. It's only on, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, forums that are very tightly controlled. You know, where mainstream media and where people that have got a lot of vested interests, they're controlling the discussion. Well, that's not what it's like here, folks. And maybe that's why you get real opinion on a show like this. And you're certainly not going to be held back when you call in. So I want to hear from you. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. And uh, 1-844-562-4766 is long distance. 1-844-562-4766. An information musical interlude. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back right after that. Stay with us. Oh, this is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions right, but he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot. Almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 
743-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region, and 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance, 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. Seven hundred forty-three ninety in the capital region. Three four three seven hundred forty-three ninety one eight four four five six two four seven six six is the long distance line. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. If you're just joining us, um, I brought up uh, Andre Moran's uh, piece in the Ottawa Sun about the whole uh, Charles Bordelow affair. Him overruling a a recruiter slash screener sending up warning flags that this guy is not, you know, he's not constable material. And Bordalo overruling her, even though the guy had like uh, 16 traffic violations and uh, some other pretty serious uh, incidents that he was involved in. And uh, Andre Moran uh, wrote about it in the, in the Sun today. The investigator alleged in her report, and he calls the recruit John Doe, okay? So that's who Doe is. The investigator alleged in her report that Doe attempted to get a new license while he was suspended. Second, she alleged he had an incident three years ago where he falsely phoned the police. This is only three years ago. Third, the investigator alleged that Doe claimed to have been selected by the Somali government for a program when it was, in fact... His friend who had been selected. These three matters raise questions of honesty. Now, some people, you know, that you know, typically probably, you know, vote for, uh, you know, the, the, the whack jobs that we got in Queens Park, you know. Probably would say, well, what's the problem, man? You know, voters that have the IQ of topsoil. And Andre Moran, Andre Moran explains, okay. And he paints a, a pretty good picture here, okay. Try to follow me here. Imagine a scenario where Doe, this guy that is the new recruit that, you know, Bordalo says is okay and, you know, has this number of illegal infractions against him. Imagine a scenario where Doe laid a charge of impaired driving. The accused, 
who happens to be an upstanding member of society, denies in court that he had the usual signs of impairment at the scene. Doe testifies that the accused had bloodshot eyes, was unsteady on his feet, and driving erratically. Remember, this is not a battle of equals. The Crown must prove beyond a reasonable doubt all the elements of the offense. Being under oath, Doe gets cross-examined, and his prior acts, as alleged by the investigator, are put to him. Let's imagine that he agrees to the occurrences. Defense argues that the credibility of the officer is in doubt, while his client's background is unblemished. The entire prosecution would crumble. I could even hypothetically imagine Benson, that's Christina Benson, the the investigator that said this guy was unfit. I could even hypothetically imagine Benson coming back from retirement as a defense witness to help torpedo the prosecution. Once Doe's been burned on the stand just once, the transcript of his testimony will make its rounds at the courthouse, among other defense lawyers, who will be waiting to use it whenever Doe appears. You see how important integrity is? You see how important having a clean, unblemished track record is before you become a cop? That's why they screen them. I mean, if somebody's got like a dozen traffic violations and three instances of blatant dishonesty and he could still be a cop? Hey, look at color's got nothing to do with it. Why even have a screener? Why even check, you know, on whether this guy or whether the woman is foot for, fit for a, a, a being a cop anyway? If the buck stops at Charles Bordelow's desk... Well, then let's forget the screening process. And why don't you just hire all your friends, Chief Bortolo? I mean, really, that's extreme. But that's the implications here. And I haven't heard one good reason yet why he overruled this this, uh, uh, Christina Benson's recommendations. Not one. And I think it's the same old politically correct hose job. He's a public servant. He's got truckloads, you know, of public trust that, you know, has to be in place here for him to do a good job. And I, I honestly, I think this is a violation of public trust here. I do. And until I see proof otherwise, instead of a lot of gabble fab and gobbledygook that I heard on talk radio last week, I'm going to continue to assume that and believe that. And it sounds like I'm not the only one. And it sounds like there's a good number of people on the force as well that are fed up with this kind of garbage. And I'll say it for, what, the fourth time now. Man, I miss miss Vern White. I miss Vern White. I mean, I'm happy he's doing well as a senator. He was a delight to have in when we used to do Ask the Police Chief in my former show. Didn't duck any questions, straight answers, and didn't play political games either. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is the long-distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. Always calls in at the right time. Always has got a fresh approach. Really seems to be fascinated by... American politics, but it's open light, open topic, and his calls are usually terrific. So I'm bringing Mike on the air right now. Are you ready to fly, Mike? What do you got for us tonight, buddy? 
I'm ready to fly. Um, about the, this line that I agree with you when you say about the dumb voters, I'm going to put it this way. They're, they're, they're uninformed voters, that's for sure, low information voters, whatever you want to call it. But uh, there's, a, there's a big reason for that. One of the first laws, I believe it might even be the first law passed by the new Congress in the United States after their uh, constitutional convention, so the very first law they ever passed, was something called the Northwest Ordinance, and it was the first expansion uh, of, of territory adding on to the original founding 13 colonies. This is a line out of that law. Religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind. Schools and the means of education shall forever be encouraged in that new territory. Forever? And notice the... Forever. And now, does the Northwest just the North or run? Does the Northwest that doesn't go as far as Oregon? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, this is Ohio and Michigan, you, Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So that was the first. That's certainly not but the that, case in Oregon, though. Put into the, but that was put into the law because that's how important they felt it was. That word, that wording, that knowledge. wording, that wording is in the law. Yes, that's exactly quote right out of the law. Religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind. Now think of how so academia, now, think how academia and the historical revisionists have censored that out of just about every academic institution when you when you want to learn about history in in North America, not just in the states but in Canada as well. Every influence of faith now, has been filtered right out. And now weigh that against why we are voting the way we are voting, why people are behaving the way they're behaving. You consider what children are taught in school today. Yep. They're not, you're not taught that there's, there's little boys and little girls anymore. They pull out a big calendar thing or a big list uh, with 31 flavors of genders, and they let little children pick which one they feel like. Yeah, and, like and, it's an ice cream or something. And it's exactly, like, that's not gonna it's exactly the way the founders of Western democracy – you know, predicted. If you turn your back on faith, you're going to have democracy crumbling, and that's what we've got now. Yeah. By virtue of the type yeah, of leaders that we've got, you know, we've got, we don't have leaders anymore. We got celebrities and we got pretenders who are skilled at fooling people into giving them the reins of power. And once they got the reins of power, they can do whatever they want. Nobody holds them accountable. Nobody. The media doesn't hold them accountable because they want to keep, at least in Canada, they want to keep getting their funding. They want to keep getting access. And it's all a one great big. You know, I could use some real expletives here, but uh, you know, I don't want. I want to maintain my my uh, uh, my G rating on my show here. You want to use any of those Christian swear words? No, no. The, wor- the words I'm thinking of right now are not Christian swear words at all. You know, I, they would if um, I if I went down that road. You know, I would have a lot of people that I, I really love. You know, not being too too impressed right now. Well, as Jesus said, uh, or I believe it was Jesus, the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. I don't remember which passage that's from, but I don't know where that is. Um, the wisdom of man, the wisdom, the God, uh, man in his wisdom knew not God. And uh, the the you know the 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 um, uh, the knowledge of man uh, you know man and all his knowledge knew not God. It's not knowledge that produces a, a you know a, an understanding of God. It's it's uh, something else. I would we used to call you know Mike. We used to call it common sense, but you can't even say common sense anymore because I know what the common people believe and what they think, and it's not sensible at all. It's it's freaking stupid. Yeah, and, and that brings us back to the point, right? Because so we've we've literally. Somehow or another, the, the church and the conservative, meaning like an American conservative, someone who believed in small government, liberty, uh, free market capitalism, those basic constructs, 
I mean, somehow or another, we've dropped the ball and we've allowed the progressive, which is very Marxist influenced and so on. We've let the, the statists take over that education. They've run, the, they've run uh, the Bible and God right out of it. And you look at what's going on. You look at these, uh, these uh, riots in Milwaukee is so insane. Uh, these people don't even know what they're rioting over. I mean, a cop shot a criminal with a gun. That gun had more bullets in it than the cop even had. And he refused to put the gun down during an arrest. Yeah, and it was and a black cop. cop. It was a black cop and that shot him. They don't even care. You notice how, like, if a, if a, like when that this went way back years ago with the uh, the George Zimmerman case, and they they first they started calling him a white guy killed a black kid, mm-hmm. and then they find out he's Hispanic. Then they come up with a term white Hispanic. He's a white Hispanic. I'm I'm hearing stories out of out of uh, Milwaukee where anybody that even looks with light skin better get the heck out of there because it's too dangerous. They're attacking anybody and everybody. They're burning stuff down. They don't even know what they're riding over. They were riding within hours of the shooting without even knowing what happened. Mike, it reminds so that it reminds me of something. Okay, Obama wasn't in office more than a year when those Looney Tunes at the Nobel Prize Awards awarded him the Peace Prize. Okay, and this guy has overseen the polarization of America. To a, do you remember? I mean, I'm older than you, Mike. But I don't ever remember uh, the states being more divided than they are right now. And the Nobel Prize people gave this guy the Peace Prize? What do you guys, you have cauliflower for brains? I mean, I can't, I can't take, well, yeah, I can't take, I can't take seriously anything they ever say or do now, you know, after something like that. How stupid. They have taken all of these awards, like giving Yasser Arafat the Peace Prize. Oh, they gave it to Al Gore, too. The biggest con man of the last 20 years. You know, my my disgust is is beyond. I don't have words to express my disgust for, for, you know, organizations like that. And and let's not let the media off the hook for this. I mean, oh, I know they're in partnership. Dumping gas on this with misinformation, and you take unintelligent people. And I'm not calling them unintelligent for. There's a reason they're being educated the way they're being educated. Yeah, this is being encouraged. Obama was one of the ones who took away the school voucher system. So I mean, that was supposed to help these people get better educations. No, no, we can't have any of that. I, I want to read a couple quotes to you, and just you just think about what's going on down there with all these riots and stuff, and, and, and how the left just loves this and is encouraging it and pushing it. This is a quote. The proletarians, driven to despair, will seize the torch which Stevens has preached to them. The vengeance of the people will come down with a wrath of which the rage of 1795 gives no true idea. The war of the poor against the rich will be the bloodiest ever waged. Who said that? That's Frederick Engels, oh. Marx's buddy. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, 1793 to 1795 was known as the Reign of Terror. That's where they were literally dragging people out into the streets, anybody and everything, and cutting their heads off, killing them, burning stuff down. It was nasty. And they, 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 these guys wanted this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, this is this is really... This is where the left goes. You the other day said, you know, like the left has lost its compass, right? I mean, if you have a compass and it's pointing north and you start walking north and you find yourself in the north at the end of that, the compass isn't what's broken. If you were intending to go southwest or east, 
It's not the compass that was broken. You didn't know how to use it properly. Mm -hmm. It goes where it goes. You walked in the direction it led you. Uh, the, the left leads you here. This is where anti-God leads you. This is where secularism leads you. This is where statism leads you. This is where ignorance leads you. That's what these people are. They're, I, they're, here's a quote from uh, some of the uh, – they're saying – oh, geez, I just lost it. <laughs> there's people – there's people quote uh, – like the, the protesters are, are claiming the rich have all this money and they're not trying to give us none. What the heck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> How did that get in? That's a quote from one of the rioters. Yeah, go and get a job. The rich you know? people have all this money, and they're not trying to give us none. That's how he says it. No, well, go out and get a job, you know? <laughs> but, but you see, this is what they've. This is how this has been pushed. Um, the father of the kid that was shot, I mean, on one hand, he accepts a bit of responsibility because he's saying, you know, I wasn't a proper role model. He just got out of jail two months ago. He's been in and out for drugs, for selling drugs, for prostitution, you name it. And I mean, he's a he's a gangster, and he's he's glorified the gangster life. His his kids followed in it. His daughter, the son, the brother, or the brother, uh, the kid's sister, she's out there on tape encouraging people to burn it down, burn the suburbs down. Don't burn this area down. Burn that area down. I mean, she's inciting riots. They did this in was it uh, Baltimore or where? There was the other video, one of the other protests that went went crazy like this, encouraging people to burn it down and torch it. What does burning gas stations and banks and businesses have to do with anything? Well, and Obama empowers them. Obama, you know, throws doubt on the police forces, you know, and actually legitimizes a lot of the violence. I've heard him. I've heard his speeches after these yes. things. The I mean, cops, if anything, if one anything, of the first things he said. I mean, he doesn't one back. Of the first things he said in office, the cops acted stupidly. Yeah. that was one of that. Remember the beer summit or whatever that that guy. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't back law enforcement, you know, which a real leader would do. But he's the guy's not a real leader. He never has been. He was a cardboard well, cutout. He was it. an image. He was, you know, the left and the loony, you know, the, the loony Hollywood types. You know, they wanted a a, a a a cheap imitation of Martin Luther King. Okay, he's got the same color skin, and you know, he can kind of dramatically put a phrase together. But as far as the sweat and the toil and the suffering and the price that Martin Luther King for advancing civil rights. Barack Obama's a, a like he's a Boy Scout compared to Martin Luther King. I mean, he, he's not he's Martin not even he's King. not even worthy to tie the guy's shoes for what King accomplished. Martin Luther King Jr. believed in nonviolence. He was very strict about that. Uh, they had to sign a pledge with ten things on it. I believe it was ten, and and they had they had to absolutely lay down and let the cops beat them. They were not allowed to hit back. They were not allowed to resist. Um, that was they meant it. Yeah, and that's uh, how Alveda and that's how he won. Nice. That's how he won the nation too. That's how he won over the yeah, nation. Alveda King, the niece, uh, was arrested as a young girl during one of those protests. Or her friend was being beaten, and she threw herself on her friend and allowed herself to get beaten. She got arrested. Her 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 dad, which is Martin Luther King's brother, told her to spend the night in jail and to think about what that pledge of nonviolence meant. Yeah. I mean, talk about harsh, but he—they went business. They were very serious. Yeah, about but that's the leadership. Aspect that's leadership. Of their protest. That's moral leadership there. Whereas, you know, yeah. the, the rioters—they don't care about leadership. They don't care about morality. It's about all about power, and it's driven by hate. It's not true. Martin Luther King had a lot of flaws, but he was—I I, think—at the core, you know, he had a real love not only for blacks, but he had a love for whites too. 
and he knew that the, you well, know yeah, the, he, he he knew that the two would never come together through violence. And what you see in the states right now, there's no love there. You know, let's eat the rich, let's he burn their neighborhoods down. He was about merit. And by the way, at the Democratic convention, when the police officer asked for a moment of silence for the officer slain in places like Dallas, yeah. that turned into chaos at yeah. the Democrat convention. I know it's disgusting. They're ginning this stuff up. The media's ginning it up. The 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 politicians are ginning it up. And uh, you look what's going on. I mean, to be honest, they all have blood on their hands. And all these people whose lives, it's not just the people that are being murdered or the officers being murdered. By the way, do you, any, do you even believe for a second this black cop, you don't think his life isn't over? Yeah. He's going, he's, his yeah. life is gone. Yeah. Just like Darren uh, Wilson's, just like the other cops in, in the, the Freddie Gray case, just like all of them. They found, found innocent, but their lives are over. They, death threats on their heads, the whole bit. So that's what we've got now, mob justice. That's democracy in action. That's what, that's what, this is what community organizing looks like, folks. We made a joke out of, out of Obama and community organizing and Saul Alinsky. This is what it really looks like. It's evil gone mad. That's what it is. And that's what Marx advocated as well. Yeah. Marx and Engels. Well, it's anarchy so that, you know, the totalitarian despots can take over, you know? Yep. That's it, Mike, exactly. love your passion. Always welcome on the show. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. We're running out of time. I let Mike go because he's good. He gets more airtime. Hey, maybe when you're as good a caller as him, you'll get more airtime too. We only got a couple minutes when we get back, so you got to call right now if you want to get get on get in on this. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. Stay with us. Time is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. 
For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays, and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Welcome back. I love Mike's calls. Mike comes, I usually calls like 10.30, between 10.30 and 11. And just lets her rip. I don't want apathetic callers on this show. Of course, if you're apathetic, you're not going to call a talk radio show anyway. So He's good, though. Got good takes. Got an email here from Francis. John, wasn't Chief Charles Bordalo politically selected because he was bilingual? Well, that certainly was a factor, okay? There's no question. And, and you know what? I, th- I think it's good for a police chief to be bilingual. I wouldn't say that's the primary concern, though. You know? He says, don't get me started on what bilingual means to a unilingual English person versus a French person. That's why we have different standards... Quebec versus the rest of Canada. Integrity and merit means nothing if you're not bilingual. Well, integrity means quite a bit to me. And I think it means a lot to a lot of people. But the problem is there's less and less and less of it to be found. And instead of demanding that from our public leaders, instead of, you know, saying enough is enough, you know, we're, we're a nation of sheep. Bah, bah. Who's on Hockey Night in Canada tonight? Bah, bah. Well, have you seen Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. I saw a guy with a Game of Thrones t-shirt today when I was shopping in Costco. I thought, you know, brother. People, t- people care ten times more. Your typical Ontarian can- cares ten times more about... What's going to be on Game of Thrones than their hydro bill? They care ten times more as to, you know, who the latest draft choice is for the Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Police, or Ottawa Senators than what, what the school system is teaching their kids in school. They care ten times more about the price of cigarettes and booze than they do about how long you got to wait in an emergency room before you can get some decent medical attention. And until people's attitudes change, it's only going to get worse.
And hopefully on late night council, we could get some people's attitudes changed. I'm doing my part. I hope you're going to be doing your part. Hey, it helps by listening. And tomorrow night, we're going to be back at it. Hoping you're going to be joining us. Have a decent night. Oh, this is so much better no, than a news. No, that's not the one that goes. It's this one here, you dummy. Someday I'm going to have someday I'm going to have a whole staff of operators and tech people so I'm not screwing up all the time. But until then, I'm sure there's enough on this show for you to enjoy as it is. And there'll be more of it tomorrow night. Good night. Ha <laughs> ha